Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Everyone and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet Lamar, and we have with us today Sev Madden. He is the CEO at Block Party. Hello, Sev. Hey, Juliet. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm uh, I'm ready to party. Let me know what this Block Party is all about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you, and thank you for the introduction. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, Block Party is a um, an event ticketing blockchain company, um, and what I what I mean by that is that we, um, you know, we're looking to utilize blockchain technology in the event ticketing industry. Uh, everything from entering the gate to uh, you know selling secondary tickets and and managing fraud and, and and all of those sorts of things that that are that are challenges in the industry. So, yeah, why don't you give people a a broad idea of of the different challenges within the industry because I don't think that people understand quite the the need for this because there is a huge need if you've gone to a live event or concert or or what have you you know there is a lot of ticket fraud there's a lot of uh, you know reselling the wrong stuff so why don't you give us an an overview of the different problems that that you're finding yeah absolutely and and maybe I you know just as a brief background I mean my my experience was running a you know a music festival recently sort of twenty thousand people. Little Wayne was a headliner, um, and before that, I was at NME.com, um, and we had tons of events. Um, and so I've sort of seen the inside of ticketing systems, and uh, you know, worked with promoters as well, um, and other ticketing companies. So it's sort of, I've I've just seen uh, you know so many challenges, and I I really was looking for an answer, um, you know, to those challenges. And uh, you know, I, I I believe that blockchain was the sort of um you know that answer and and one of those one of those things you know was scalpers the other was bots um you know having brokers buy you know tickets and and putting them on resale markets for you know multiples of the the face value um gate fraud um most most of the challenges you know really centered for me around you know the tough part which is how to fill a stadium um and that's where i think everything else stems from um uh, so it's uh, it, it's pretty all-encompassing. I, I personally believe uh, ticketing is is one of the best consumer blockchain use cases in the world. Well, absolutely. I mean, it can cut down on fraud. For one, just if you look at the fraud of people scalping tickets that are not real, I mean, it's blockchain. It, it will show you whether or not it's real and where it's been bought from. That alone would give you such confidence as a buyer of the ticket. Yeah. So, I mean, just let's just dive into fraud for a second. Uh, so, uh, what... What we do is is specifically uh, we attach digital identity to a ticket. So, for example, if you're going to a Taylor Swift concert and you uh, buy a ticket through the Block Party app, um, you will log in with your Touch ID. We encrypt and anonymize that identity and we attach it to the QR code of the ticket. So if you decide that, look, hey, you can't make it, and you want to transfer it to, to someone else, a friend, or you want to put it into the block party secondary market, you can, in almost like a Venmo type of transaction, you can um, text message it to a friend, um, and it'll detach 
your digital identity and reattach it to someone else's digital identity. So what happens, you've created a second, we've created a secondary market, a legitimized secondary market where, um, you know, the, the user uh, of, of the ticket is the person who's, you know, who's being identified at the gate. And, and there's no question of that because uh, there's no other way for them to, to log into that ticket. Um, you know, it can't be screenshotted. Uh, it has to be attached to the digital identity, and that's all logged on the blockchain. And that's and that's just fraud. Uh, so there's 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 so many things that blockchain can do. I mean, if it's done right, um, you know, to solve pretty much everything. And I think with a couple of key technologies, you can get you can get most of those things solved. So that that gate fraud also solves the scalper problem. Now, I'm not sure if you know, but you know, walking around. Uh, Madison Square Garden, for example, trying to get a Knicks ticket. Um, you know, there's there's tons of scalpers selling tickets. You know, at multiples of face value. Um, you know, you can pretty much go there and buy a ticket, but once you walk in the door, there's no guarantee that that ticket's going to be real. So the um, you know attaching the digital identity um, to the ticket will ensure that one the scalper won't get access to the ticket unless they are. They've legitimately purchased it and they've legitimately um, able to sell it. So, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't uh, negate the possibility of a scalper coming in, but they would have to legitimately buy the ticket and sell it. Um, and that's just one aspect of you know blockchain that that can solve that. The other is you know smart contracts. Um, and, and so there's there's uh, there's ways that you can not only solve the um, you know, the entry, but also solve the pricing, um, which is, you know, one of those things that has, has come up very recently with like uh, Ed Sheeran um, and, and some of the debacle that's been happening in the UK. And, you know, with these concerts that sell out in a matter of seconds, you know, huge concerts like Coachella selling out in a matter of minutes, um, you know, is that is that because of some of these issues, like you're saying the bots buying Hundreds of tickets and then reselling them is is that problem able to also be fixed through blockchain? Yeah, so I mean that's one of the beauties of the smart contract. I mean, you can set whatever rules as an event operator that you want. If you want the event to to be freely sold and and to sell out, you can. Um, you know, more often than not, people want to have um, you know some degree of sellout so that say Coachella can pay for all the artist deposits, but once they once that's happened, they they'd like to probably have you know some ongoing ticket sales so that um, you know there are people who can access it who haven't bought it within the first few seconds of a of a ticket sale. Um, you know the smart contract can also determine how many people how many tickets an individual can buy um, and um, sort of corroborating that with the digital identity. Uh, it's very hard for uh, a bot to create. Um, you know, multi- multitudes of, of digital identities using different phones. Um, so it, it's uh, for for a bot to be able to purchase, um, you know, tons of tickets, it, it's very difficult. So, you know, you use the smart contracts in, in combination with the digital identity and it becomes extremely difficult for, um, you know, a broker or a bot to buy, uh, you know, a thousand tickets and, and, and make it difficult for other people to attend. Um, so, yeah, that, that would solve Coachella. Uh, I think that the selling problem, I mean, whether Coachella wants to enable uh, that sellout and whether that sellout is a is a real thing, um, you know, we don't know. Uh, but but mm-hmm. at least by having the smart contracts in place, it, it makes it easier to manage um, if it wasn't real. Exactly. If you know. Yeah. So, so walk us through how your platform works. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so our, our platform is super simple. I mean, we wanted to create a, a user experience which was um, almost like, uh, you know, any other ticketing app. We, we didn't really want to give the, the users a hurdle in terms of, um, you know, being able to access or, be, you know, being willing to use it. So you would log in um, with your fingerprint or your facial recognition scan um, that's, you know, inbuilt into your phone. So we're not necessarily capturing any direct data. Um, uh, even if it was stored on the blockchain anonymized, we're not taking that. We're taking the encrypted data from that uh, and storing that on the blockchain. So uh, you log in uh, or register with your, your fingerprint or your facial recognition scan. And then once you're in, you, you just scroll through events, uh, just as you would with a, a normal app, uh, you know, search for, you know, find your interests, your preferences, and, and buy the ticket. And uh, rather than create uh, another hurdle, which is that you're only, you know, a blockchain company may only enable people to buy with cryptocurrency, we, we wanted to be, um, we wanted to capture the mass market. So we, we have, um, you know, the ability to purchase some fiat uh, currency first uh, as an option and then, um, you know, earn, earn uh, rewards for doing so in the first phase. And then uh, we would slowly introduce, uh, you know, payments through our token uh, just to, to start, you know, bringing um, tokens to the real world or to, you know, to the mass market. So you have these rewards and these benefits. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about those? Yeah, absolutely. So the... Uh, with the rewards, I mean, it's a, it's really an open platform for event operators, uh, sponsors, and anyone to come in and, and essentially offer reward programs for people who, you know, to, to participate in the event or or execute some sort of activity. So there is a there is essentially an open platform on the enterprise side um, where people can or where the enterprise themselves can set the whatever rewards they want. So. For example, if you bring in five people, uh, maybe you get, you know, your ticket for free, or or five of you get a 10% discount. Uh, so those sorts of things are quite easy to input into the into the enterprise side. And then uh, you can also do things like, hey, if you bring 20 people, we'll we'll give you an artist meet and greet, or 50 people, and you know, you can jump on stage and spray some cryo. Um, there's there's lots of different optionality uh, in it, and we're not you know, we want to ultimately, you know, be decentralized. There is some element of centralization in that, um, you know, we are talking to venues and events companies directly to bring them onto the platform. But eventually, we want the event operators to be determining what, you know, what type of rewards they want to give to people as incentives for, you know, in incentivizing demand. So, and, that, and that's just a small, you know, subset of what, you know, the possibilities are. For example, uh, Coachella might partner with Atlantic Records and say, "Hey, we want to, uh, you know, we want to bring Trey songs onto uh, onto the stage and give people on the left hand side of the stage uh, a free digital download for making more noise." I mean, there's there's a sort of infinite level of possibilities that you can um, you can build out, you know, over time. Absolutely, and if you're hosting an event or throwing an event, um, you also have different areas of that that can that you can promote and such on block party correct uh, yeah i mean so there's different uh, as with any ticketing platform there's there's different ticketing tiers uh you know that you can set up um and different rewards that you can set up you know per tier so it's it's relatively um straightforward in that respect uh 
you know, if you if you're in VIP, you know, there's certain VIP rewards that you can set up if you're, uh, um, you know, in a regular uh, in a general admission. You know, you could do that too. And and the other thing is, uh, you know, we have the capability to, you know, do assigned seating, um, which I think uh, not many other sort of startup blockchain technology companies have been thinking about because, uh, you know, they're, they're focused on generic, uh, general uh, ERC-20 smart, uh, smart contracts, which don't have any variability uh, in them. So we're, we're sort of using ERC-721, um, you know, similar to the CryptoKitties, but in combination with ERC-20s. Uh, to solve the liquidity issue of, yeah, of CryptoKitties. Um, and with that that combined uh, system, we're able to enable um, assigned seating, VIP, uh, you know, underage, overage, uh, you know, for drinking, uh, you know, any sort of any sort of variability in a in an individual ticket, um, while still um, while still allowing the liquidity of of the ticket or, or the sale and purchase of the ticket. Not letting it get bogged down in in the Ethereum protocol. That's awesome. Um, what kind of fees are associated with using your service? Yeah, at the moment we've we've just launched, so uh, you know for our first couple of events we haven't charged a fee at all. You know there is a, a Stripe integration from for the fiat payment, so Stripe's charging their fee. Uh, but we really wanted to encourage people to use the platform and just get on board without having a hurdle. So um, you know we've initially been free, you know for free. I mean, eventually, uh, you know, there will be a small fee. That, you know, we we're we're anti-fee, I guess, when it comes to um, you know the way that we view the ticketing industry. We think there's there's lots of other ways that people can be profitable without you know uh, having massive markups on fees, um, mm-hmm. and and that's by incentivizing demand and getting more people in, selling out, you know, the right way. Um, so uh, you know, we would we would prefer to to focus on those other um, mechanisms for revenue generation, but you know, we'll have to, you know, charge a small fee. We haven't done so yet. And moving forward, you know, you've you've been in this industry a while and in different parts of the industry. You know, what does the future look like for for Block Party, and what do you think the future was looking like for, say, Ticketmaster or other sorts of online ticket sales? Yeah, uh, it, very good question. Uh, you know, we're uh, you know we're targeting initially music festivals. We think that. Music festivals are a great, um, you know, place to start uh, because they they don't all have you know strong relationships with with ticketing companies, existing you know partners. Um, not all of them, anyway. And uh, they uh, also you know carry with them a lot of passion. You know, a lot of passionate fans who who really you know sort of go to an event every year and, and want to come back and and are really engaged versus. Say someone going to a concert that's only you know at a venue where there's only you know 500 people, it's hard to really get that mass adoption. So we're we're uh, we're targeting music uh, events and we're also um, you know going to our home base, which is uh, you know the cryptocurrency and blockchain audiences and and targeting events um, uh, you know conferences and whatnot for them as well. So we we really want to marry the two sectors um, eventually with uh, blockchain and, and and music and then. And scale from there. And, and and the great thing is, is that, you know, we've got uh, some really cool board advisors. Uh, you know, in addition to my own experience, we have some really cool board advisors, uh, you know, ex-Ticketmaster, you know, you know, former producer Coachella, Super Bowl Halftime, who they really have uh, a depth of um, client contacts that, that are sort of really putting us in front of the right people. So, uh, 
that's that's from the block party side and and from the the live nation ticketmaster ticketfly eventbrite side uh uh, I think there's a need for them to, uh, and there's an interest uh, for those uh, big companies to to explore blockchain. And 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 the beauty about our system is that we're modular, where we have uh, you know APIs. So essentially, you know, a live nation could uh, you know bring in um, our digital identity technology uh, on an API basis and, and make their system better. Um, so I w- I would. You know, they're a they're a big player. I I don't think we're going to rock their boat. Um, you know, in 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 2018 at least. So I I would rather um, you know try to help them become better. I think we all um, you know solve the problem rather than um, you know trying to disrupt them and and failing, which uh, which I think is um, you know the strategy that maybe other companies are pursuing. And I, I don't know necessarily whether that's going to work. I like I love that how you're just trying to make the user experience better, whether it's through your platform or engaging with these other big companies that already exist. It's you know you really are focused on what's best for the people who are buying tickets, trying to go to these events and have a good time. Yeah, I mean, and the reality is is that the Live Nation has um, you know created a huge uh, moat around you know the castle, uh, which is through exclusive venue contracts, and and I think. Um, you know, for me, uh, as a or for Block Party as a you know, a startup company trying to acquire venue contracts is is kind of futile. I would rather um, you know find a partnership with a bigger ticketing company um, rather than trying to you know spend all of our capital raised on on going out and and trying to bid on contracts. I mean, it doesn't it wouldn't necessarily seem like the right use of token um, tokens you know money that we've raised. So. Um, yeah, I, I want to spend it on building, uh, you know, our funds on building a great product and a great team, and making sure that, um, you know, we've got the best tech and uh, and and we have, you know, user adoption and and, and excitement around it, um, so that you know some other partners can come and join us and and, and make the world a the ticketing world at least a better place. That's beautiful. That is really cool. Um, how can people, you know, start trying to use your service and seeing what it's all about? What's the best way to connect? So we're we're live on the iOS. Uh, on App Store, uh, so uh, yeah, we're ready to download. We'll have um, over the course of June and July, we're we're going to have a ton of new events coming up um, on the platform. Mostly, you know, music festivals, concerts, blockchain conferences, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, you know, we're going to set up a uh, uh, a loyalty program, you know, for people who download and refer the app to um, you know to earn rewards for doing so. Um, and so we, we really want to encourage uh, uh, user adoption of the app as well as um, you know, participation in the events. And, and we're happy to reward people for that um, um, in year one, at least, um, so that um, you know, we can build some scale. So yeah, that's, that's our goal for this year. Fantastic. And your website is goblockparty.com, correct? That's right. Steve, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. And I Wish you all the best, and I really hope that these bigger companies will start to merge with you so that you don't have, so people going to these festivals don't have to worry about all those things that we touch base on uh, that truly are a problem if you're someone who's going to these events uh, very regularly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to that. I mean, we're, we're not reliant on it. Um, you know, I think we're independently able to, you know, to scale and grow, you know, with our own strategy. But, um, yeah, we'd definitely love to, you know, engage in those conversations and and um and push those forward absolutely 
That was Shiv Madden. He is the CEO at The Lock Party. You can go and check out more about them at goblockparty.com and all the other ways that he mentioned. Thank you all so much for joining us today on Future Tech Podcast. This has been Juliet Lamar. Thanks for tuning in. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.